Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning into The Kelly Roach Show. And today we are talking about the idea of reframing your business given the culture of being a business owner in 2023. So there have been quite a few changes in the world's attitude and mindset and and culture and even work ethic over the last few years. And many of you know that I've taken the coaching company in a new and different direction. We're really elevating into more of a boutique consulting firm versus a mass market coaching company. And I'm working on building my other, you know, four companies that are in other spaces and at different price points and different business models so that I have the opportunity to simultaneously both diversify and simplify so that each business can focus on its one thing. But a lot of people have asked me, why? Why am I transitioning the coaching company to more of a boutique high-end consulting firm versus a mass market coaching company? Well, I'll talk a little bit about the importance of knowing when it's time to kill a dream. And my original dream was to build a $100 million coaching company. And I wanted to serve thousands and thousands of people, leading them through the process of building a scalable company, teaching them you know, how to launch, how to build teams, how to do sales and marketing and all of those things. And I had the experience uh, throughout COVID of working with hundreds and hundreds of people to uh, do this. And in that experience and following that experience, I really had the ability to observe the change in, I'm going to call it the mental health, the stability, uh, the mental acuity of the general population. And it became very, very clear to me that I do not want to provide that level of access to myself or to my team to the masses. And it became very, very clear to me that this is not a question of, can we sell it? It's not a question of, can we help people get results? It's not a question of, can I build a team to support it? Because all those things, yes, yes, we can sell it. The live launch is an unbelievably powerful tool and it's persuasive and it's absolutely going to lead people to the yes. But the bottom line is, is no matter how good your product program or service is, you have to assess a whole different understanding of what you're signing up for as you build and grow your business. And I think this might be a very helpful conversation for a lot of you. I did not realize when I you know, set that initial dream, listen, I've been in business leadership for 20 years now. Uh, I managed a team of 100 people in my corporate career. I was managing 17 locations. Uh, I was recruiting, hiring, training, promoting, developing, and retaining people. And we had one of the highest retention and promotion rates in the country, coupled with the highest gross margin, that's profitability growth, uh, basically in the company. So 
I'm not attempting to do something that I haven't really done before, um, you know, but I have a lot more wisdom and, and experience in the process now. But I will tell you, I will tell you what I realized over the last couple of years was that we're not dealing with the same humans as we were 10 or 15 years ago. We're not dealing with the same humans as we were two to three years ago. And no matter how good you are at selling and marketing, you cannot change the fact that a very large portion of the population, no matter how good your program is, is not going to commit to doing the work and they're not going to have the ability in their life to focus and follow through. And that is not to say that there is not a huge portion of responsibility as business owners that we carry for creating an environment in which people can thrive, for really developing our programs in such a way that the average person can come in and succeed. Like that is our responsibility. And I have a really big commitment and sense of ownership around my responsibility in never ending improvement and continuous improvement of our program. We actually did a massive overhaul of our, our flagship this year for that reason to keep up leveling it and to keep improving it so that it's easier for people to get replicable results and, and succeed. And that's going to be a never ending process for forever, right? That that's what we're responsible for doing. However, when I looked at my hundred million dollar dream and I looked at what I was seeing happen with the general population, I realized that I don't want that many people having that level of access to myself or to my team. And it's a fraction of a percent of a percent of people that are business owners that actually should be business owners. I'm going to be really, really honest. It has been so over glamorized and it has been so misrepresented in the global online marketing space as to what it actually takes to run a successful business. The vast majority of people that get into business shouldn't be in business. The vast majority of people that are in business are never going to build a successful business. And the average person doesn't have the capacity from a mental stability and an emotional capability standpoint to, to build a business to the level that we lead people to do, right? Like we're, we're the people that are for people that want to build multi-million dollar companies. We're not for the people that want to monetize a hobby and get an extra thousand dollars a month coming in, right? So I had to recognize that and realize that these two things weren't necessarily incongruence, right? A lot of people ask me, why did I split out my other companies this year? Um, why did I, you know, why am I following the path that I'm on? Why am I doing such a huge shift um, with the coaching company away from this mass market and and really elevating and tightening, um, you know, both the avatar and the number of people that we're working with. And there are multiple reasons. And, uh, you know, number one is, is that um, there's just, it's not for the average person. It's not even for the 1%. It's like the 1% of the 1%. And recognizing that and working with the team to continue to narrow in our focus as far as who we're putting in our programs and narrow in our focus as far as really owning who we are and what we do in the market. You know, we are for category of one power players. We're for people that 
have already demonstrated they have the capacity to build something of substance that now want to operationalize it and create leverage and scale, not necessarily someone that wants to figure out how to get started with something. But for me, my $100 million dream didn't die. I'm just going about getting there in a little bit of a different way. I also realized that someone like myself can build a million dollar business fairly easily and fairly quickly. I can do that in, a, in about a year, okay, with a new business. And so just pacing myself out over the next, you know, 10 to 15 years, even just with the, the five companies that I already have, uh, that path to 100 million is pretty clear for me. And, you know, I don't need um, this like extraordinary unicorn human to be able to take what I'm building and be the operational leader in each of these five things to take them to the $20 million mark. Uh, I have people on my team already that, that can help take these businesses uh, to the $20 million mark. I'll just need a few more of them as these other newer companies grow. But I, I think I want to give you all the gift of a couple things on the show today. Number one, um, it's okay to kill a dream and replace it with something different. Um, you know, I, I wanted to build a $100 million coaching company, and I, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that that's not the path that I'm on right now. doesn't mean that won't change in the future. I never say never. I never say never. But that was the path that I was on. It's no longer the path that I'm on. I'm far more interested in being the best consultancy in the world where we really can focus on our zone of genius of, of creating businesses that are sellable and scalable and self-led and working with uh, that 1% of the 1% to do that, then I am bringing a mass market uh, approach to a lot of people that aren't necessarily going to get it. They're not necessarily going to do the work. And we learned the hard way in the, the last couple years that no matter how much you can have a care more model, which is the model we operate under, and no matter how much you can want for someone to succeed, and no matter how many times you remind them or hold them accountable or lay out once again what they need to do to get the result, you can't force someone to do it. And that has been the experience that we've had over and over again. And so number one, I want to relieve the pressure for you because maybe no one's going to tell you this, but it's okay to kill a dream and to replace it with a different one. Because once things change or once you have new levels of awareness, that may change your perspective on things. And I think owning that and being able to articulate that is really important and not feeling bad about that. That's number one. Number two is having a far longer range strategy is really, really important. So for me, looking at my goals over a 10 to 15 year period. And when I look at my goals over a 10 to 15 year period across the five companies, we don't have to grow any more or any faster than the growth rates I've already been able to establish in the companies in order to achieve that. But if I was looking at that over a one to three year period, I would say, oh my gosh, there's no way the math doesn't add up. How will this ever be possible? But I'm not. I'm looking at it over a 10 to 15 year period and I'm looking at what I've already shown that I can do and I'm looking at how I'm allowing each of these companies to focus on their one thing, keeping an unbelievably simple focused business model. And I absolutely know that that's possible. So that's the second thing. 
is looking at your goals over the period of 10 to 15 years, not looking at it in a very short range matter of weeks or months, but instead uh, years or decades. Then number three is when you think about the business model that you want to pursue in the rest of 2023 and, and going into 2024, I think it's really important to get decisive and discerning about the number of people that you want to have working in a close proximity to yourself and to your team and really narrowing in and up-leveling who is going to be in that inner circle because your clientele that you work with in a close proximity are essentially in your inner circle. It's who you and your team are going to be interacting with the most frequently, right? So it goes without saying that if those people don't have the right mindset, attitude, energy, commitment level, tenacity, all of those things, that that's not going to be good uh, for you or for the team. And that's a slow down to speed up strategy, which means that you may have to have a much slower growth path in order to elevate who you're working with and to be more discerning about who is allowed to be in that close proximity to you and the team, which means that as we've been talking about for many, many months now, that relationship between your flagship program and the things that you're doing to build your internal buyers list, you want to really have that complementary relationship where you have the flagship that's your high end, you know, a very lucrative offer, you know, that is working in close proximity uh, with, you know, your people. And then you want to have things within your internal buyers list where it's a lighter lift, it's an easy delivery model, um, you know, it's, it's not heavy for you and the team, you have the ability to scale it, and it's, it's a much lower bar for your clients to get over in terms of being successful within it. I think it is very, very crucial for business owners right now to openly acknowledge and be aware of the fact that there has been mental decline in the general population. And if you are not aware of that right now, and if you are not acutely aware of the fact that we are not dealing with the same people in the same mindset with the same capabilities that we were dealing with a couple of years ago, you're constantly going to feel defeated. You're constantly going to feel overwhelmed. You're constantly going to feel frustrated and disappointed because you're not understanding that, yes, like, what you were doing and how you were running your programming and who you were helping and what you were doing with them was working perfectly a year ago, two years ago, and it's not working now. And I think on one hand, I hear people talking a lot about the market changes that are going on. And yes, there are very significant market changes going on and they have been going on for a year and a half now. The market has been contracting, buying cycles have slowed down, people are more discerning, people are, they have less disposable income. You know, there's, there's a hundred things at play that has shifted the market. But what no one's talking about is you look at your average person and you look at their ability to succeed and their ability to focus and the the level of kind of capacity that they have right now it's not the same it's not the same and no one's acknowledging it and no one's talking about it 
And I feel that this is very, very dangerous for business owners because I think that the amount of depression and anxiety and frustration and overwhelm that people are feeling right now because they had a product that worked, they had a program that worked, they, they had something that um, was proven. And um, now they're doing everything they know how to help people to continue to get results with that. Uh, and, and they're just scratching their heads, you know, as to why they're seeing uh, more and more problems and issues pop up. And let's be really, really honest with ourselves. There's been a huge moral decline. There's been a huge moral decline in society in the last two years. And I think that's something really important to be aware of as well. Um, people do not have uh, an ethical compass in the way they interact with small businesses today. Um, there are many, many people out there um, that lie, cheat, and steal. It's not even a second thought. Um, I see posts on Facebook very regularly from business owners where they have all the proof that they served a customer, that they you know, submitted all of that to their, their merchant processor. Their merchant processor still um, you know, ruled in favor of the person stealing from them. And, you know, they have to refund the person and it's taken directly from them. So there's been a huge moral and ethical decline in the world, right? This is not like something like, oh, let me find a different niche to focus on and that'll fix everything for me. No, these are global changes in our society. And I, I want to acknowledge these things because I think that when you're feeling the impact of societal changes, but you don't know how to process or articulate what you're experiencing, that is a very, that can be a very hopeless situation, I think, for a lot of people. And I think for me, observing the change in leading teams, observing the change in working with clients, first over the last 20 years, then 10 years, then you know 15 years, then five years, then two years, and then this year, observing that degradation, observing that breakdown has been mind-blowing for me, mind-blowing. And so I, I want you to take it a little easy on yourselves. I want you to take it a little easy on yourselves, and I want you to understand that it, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. Um, I, I think there would have to be something so major that completely reset culture and society and, and, and the world in order to get back the same level of framework uh, for humanity around morals and ethics and, and what is hard work actually and how do we treat one another and what are your you know, obligations when, when you make an investment as a consumer and what are your obligations you know, as, a, as a business owner and, and all of those things. So you know, I, I say all of this to say that I think it's important being someone who's been in this space for a long time, I think it's important to acknowledge what I see, what I'm observing, what I'm experiencing and to make sure I let you know that you're not alone. And that maybe you would not have articulated this in this way that I am, but maybe you are feeling the repercussions of it. And I'm hoping that by me openly speaking about it, it will bring some relief to you. Um, that 
you know, you're not broken. Your business isn't broken. You're not failing. Um, it's not hopeless, you know, but I do think it is important to understand, you know, we have to reframe the way we're setting goals. We have to reframe the way that we're doing business. We have to reframe our expectations and we have to really understand that we're going to have to be far more nimble and elastic to do business in this environment. And I, I think giving yourself permission to change your goals, giving yourself permission to change your business model, giving yourself permission to limit the access to you uh, is something that you may need to be thinking about. And I say all of this with the immense blessing of the fact that the people that we are working with in our coaching company right now are some of the greatest humans I've ever come in contact with. Like I am mind blown every day about the quality and caliber of people that we are so blessed and so lucky to work with. But I will say that we went through a lot on the path to getting here and it was extremely painful. And a lot of people came into our world that did not respect me, did not respect the staff, did not, um, you know, complete their their obligations in the program. And and I had to make some really painful and difficult decisions and changes because of that. Um, and so I think that um, I always say this, but I think, you know, the most important part of mentorship is is war stories, lessons and wisdom not butterflies and, and fairy tales. And I could sit here and there's a lot of other things I could say to you on this show, but I don't think they'll help you as much as you understanding that you can change and evolve and grow and you can make observations and you can become smarter and wiser and, and create reframes so that you can succeed in any environment and create reframes so that uh, you are able to thrive through this next period and create reframes so that you understand like it is harder now and it's going to be harder and it's not going to change. And so getting yourself in that mental state is so, so important. So I hope this conversation was helpful for you. I appreciate so much the fact that you all take the time to listen to this show. And if this was helpful for you, I would really appreciate if you would share this out with someone that you think could benefit from it because I want you to succeed. I want you to build a business of significance. I want you to accomplish your goals and dreams. And I know that the number one thing is your ability to stay in the game. It's staying in the game. And I'm hoping episodes like this help you to like relight that flame and understand like it's time for a reset. It's time for a reframe. But that doesn't mean that you can't run the ball down the court and get to where you want to be. So thanks so much for tuning into the show. Spread the word, share it with someone it can make a difference for, and we'll see you back here soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.